Welcome to the Own Your Choices, Own Your Life podcast. I am your host, Marsha Van Weinsberg. I'm a business coach, speaker, and author of the best-selling book, When She Stopped Asking Why. On this podcast, we will use the tips, tools, and strategies used by myself and our speakers to break through and overcome the challenges in our lives. When we take radical responsibility of our choices, create boundaries, grow our courage and practice self-care and letting go of what isn't ours to control, we can completely change our stories. When we take full ownership of our stories, we take back our personal power and this allows us to impact, serve and support others by showing them that they are not alone and helping them find freedom from their stories. When you own your choices, you truly own your life. Let's dive in. Welcome to another episode of Own Your Choices, Own Your Life. And today is the mindset episode. And we're going to do something a little bit differently today. We're going to share, well, we, I'm going to share with you some of the most commonly asked questions that I am asked as women, I say women, but there's men as well, people step forward in order to share their story. So when they're building this business to create an impact by sharing their story, there are roadblocks. And I started to draw this map because I do have this creative side. I started to draw this roadmap and I'm realizing there's these these roadblocks along the way that stop us from creating our dream business. And I am all about, we actually are on the path of the journey of building our business from our stories. So how we own our stories, how do we take radical responsibility for ourselves along the way to own our stories? We can't, honestly, this is a process and it can take a long time to go through it, but it's really about those vulnerable stories, pieces of our part of ourselves that we have lived through, grown through, that have made us who we are. And honestly, that's where we are the most powerful. That's where we can be unstoppable and where we can actually create a business and have a lot of impact and create a lot of impact in the world. So I started to look at the questions I was receiving from people. And I recently, um, last week, did an open mic TED Talk. And it was an unbelievable experience, to say the least, waiting on screen for an hour for your name to come up in order to basically rent out your 60-second TED Talk and have impact and be able to say three points and come across and have energy and all of those things. So after I did that, I guess it's easy to look at it and go, oh, 60 seconds. That's not even that long. That must've been easy. Um, no, it was days of like putting the words together and seeing what I want to say. What message did I want to leave? How can I show people what it is that I do in a short period of time and the power of our stories and taking radical responsibility? So when that was done, I received some messages from people that I didn't know, and they're, you know, wonderful, beautiful, very nice. And the questions, though, the questions as I started to realize, these are questions I get on a regular, regular basis. So I figured why not address them? So finding my voice is the first roadblock, and that is all about vulnerability. So there's four roadblocks we're going to talk about today. The first one is finding my voice and being vulnerable. And vulnerability is funny. It has this really um, tough stigma to it where it's a bad word as though there's something wrong with it. And it's, but, and everybody thinks it's easier for them. They can be vulnerable. I don't know how to do that. Or they make that look so easy. Or how do they open themselves up to to what everyone else is going to say? 
when we hold on to something, we give it power. When we open it up and we let the world know, it actually loses its power. It's very interesting, interesting process to go through. And somebody recently asked me and said, I'm going through an interview and I have this one thing that I think deep down feels like a weakness. It's not a weakness. And if she's listening, she knows I'm talking about her. And it's not a weakness. I said, the best thing you can do is you literally throw it out into the conversation in the beginning. When you throw what you believe is your weakness out into the conversation, it loses its power because vulnerability loves secrets. It loves secrets. It's, you know, so think about something that you haven't told anyone that you've, hold, you've held on to for a long time. You are giving it power. So it requires, in order to share, it requires trusting yourselves, yourself, requiring you to be open and requiring you to overcome some fear. And that's how you're going to find your voice is you have to embrace that vulnerability is part of this process. It's like a nut cracking open. It is something that, you know, you can't, you can't just like try and pry it really quietly and slowly and hopefully create some space and do You almost have to just do it and you have to do it and all of a sudden see where it goes. And when you put boundaries in place, which is the next one, we'll be able to handle that. So let's talk a little bit more about vulnerability. So when we are in this space, it is our connection to each other. So when I was coaching in another person's mastermind program, I asked them to name what their first instinct of vulnerability was. And it was surprising. All the words popped up on the screen was weakness, um, not strong, um, you know, embarrassing. How do you do that? How do you stay in those spaces? And I said, okay, so your first reactions are all that it's a weakness. Now I want you to tell me the last story you heard from somebody that you went, oh my God, that took courage. And they started naming person who was actually in the group. And they were naming this person because he had shared his story and his, what he has gone through that was right in line with what was happening with the Black Lives Movement in the very beginning. So then on my third question was, does everyone feel that he is weak, not strong, and not courageous? And they're all like, oh my God, no, he's absolutely incredibly courageous. So we attach a definition of vulnerability to other people as being strong, but we attach vulnerability to ourselves as weakness. And I think we do that so that we actually don't open up about ourselves. It's our saving grace, a way to do it. So when we think about, I would encourage you to think about who do you relate to the most? Whose story do you find inspiring? Who do you find motivates you to create change in your life? Who empowers you to see what is possible or gives you a little bit more faith or a little bit more hope of what is possible? Who is that person? And then ask yourself if this is somebody who has shared their vulnerable journey with you and that is... A case where you're like, oh shoot, it is. So vulnerability is our connection to each other. Without vulnerability, we don't have connection. We absolutely don't have connection with judgment. We have a lot of judgment, but we don't have connection. So vulnerability is critical. You cannot find your voice until you openly trust being vulnerable. You have to be in that space. So how do you do that? I encourage you, if you have a group or a Facebook group that you're part of or friends, can you start practicing doing videos, do videos, like 30 second videos, 60 second videos, practice recording videos and putting them into groups and allow yourself to see how that lands and practice and ask for feedback because you know what, why would you know 
how to look in the camera properly and actually speak and trust your what how, how would you if you don't practice it's not going to happen so you have to be in a space where you can practice so if you i would encourage you if you have a few friends to allow yourself to do that if you have no friends who practice vulnerability in any way, shape, or form, then back to the quote by Jim Rohn, you are the sum of the five people you surround yourself with. If you're surrounding yourself with people who really kind of go boohoo or to vulnerability and they don't support it, then why would you? Like, why would you? So think of where can you connect yourself with people who are practicing more vulnerability? That's what we do in all of my groups. Honestly, trust me, I, they, I, I ask them to get uncomfortable for not willing to grow. It's probably not a good space for them to be in. Are they uncomfortable? Absolutely. But you know what? Staying small is uncomfortable. Not living your purpose is uncomfortable. Doing what you think everyone else wants you to do is uncomfortable. So do what suits you and you will start to trust and find your voice. When I wanted to start this podcast three years ago, I had no idea how to do a podcast. I didn't even know what to do at that point. There wasn't even as many podcasts and I didn't start it the best way. I didn't use the best tools. I didn't get help um, until later. There's a whole kinds of things that a whole slew of things, but I just knew I wanted to start and I knew I was going to make some mistakes along the way. So we have to be willing to put ourselves out there because that is where we continue to grow. That is number one. Number two, boundaries in business and personal life. Oh, Boundaries. I could do a whole podcast on boundaries. There's so many things with boundaries. But boundaries is literally our sign of self-respect. It is our sign. So let's talk about boundaries in life first, because if you don't get boundaries in life, you're not going to get them in business. So boundaries in life is a sign of self-respect. It's what you say yes and no to. It's what you allow. It's what you allow to have happen to you. It's what you allow in your circle. It's, a, it's how you allow people to treat you. Your boundaries are your sign of self-respect. And if you don't know where you need boundaries, hint, you probably do know, but if you don't know where you need boundaries, I encourage you to stop and think about what situations bring you the most anxiety, what people and circumstances bring you anxiety. How can you implement some boundaries in place? Boundaries are this really your decision of how you want to be treated. The challenging thing is, is that once you put those boundaries into place, that is literally when all hell breaks loose because people are like, whoa, 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 what I did before was okay. And now it's not. What's the big deal? Is that you've decided you want to do something differently. Simple. End of story. It really is. It's end of story. So it's your boundaries are your requirement for you to move forward, to create change in your life. They are absolutely, they're, they're all about you. They're a hundred percent about you and what you need. Nowhere in there does it say that it's about what you need and you have to justify it to everyone in the world because you don't. The fact that you think you have to justify it to somebody, to your aunt, to your friend, to your mom, the reason you feel you have to justify it is because you're doing it differently than how you've done it in the past. It's just that simple. So boundaries is really in your life, thinking about how you want to be treated, what you will or won't accept to happen. And then as you build a business, you will need those boundaries tenfold more. Trust me. I trust me without boundaries, our business runs us and we don't run our business and our business is entirely built on the energy that we have to help it thrive and live. So it is a case of the boundaries in your business go everywhere from social media to our phones, to our work hours, to what we 
sharing our story to really standing up and sharing our story and what that looks like. The boundaries are literally, they will save your life every single time. And if you say, okay, this is scary as hell and I don't even know where to start with this, then I encourage you to pick one thing, one simple thing. What the first thing that pops to your mind is where I want you to encourage you to pick a boundary. So think of a boundary, say for example, that I will do my exercise first thing in the morning because, because it helps me feel better and it helps my energy and helps my mental health and it helps my productivity. So if I want to do that in the morning, what do I need to do the night before to be ready? I'm not up till two in the morning. What do I need to do? What do I need to drink? What do I need to eat? How do I, where are my clothes? Get them out and ready. Where's my alarm? How am I going to do this? When, what do you do when your significant other says, hey, let's stay up and watch movies late. And you're like, I actually really, I promised myself that three days a week I would do this. So yes, there's going to be times where we put it off by a day, but I'm saying don't break promises to yourself. Honestly, how you treat yourself will be a direct reflection of how you allow others to treat you. So if you are continually failing on yourself, and I don't use the word failing lightly, but if you are doing that and giving up on yourself regularly, then don't be surprised when other people treat you the same way. So I'm saying boundaries, pick something small that you can follow through with in your life. And eventually you'll have no problem starting to put in your business. I need reminders. I still have things in place because there are times when I can be working until 11 o'clock at night. But then when that happens in the morning, I'm not, I'm giving myself some time. So boundaries are absolutely critical to a business, building a business and on the path of owning your story. So this is how we do it. Boundaries, absolutely essential. Number three, building your wheelhouse. Wheelhouse is a term that I started speaking about probably two years ago. It is literally, what can you coach, speak, and write about because you've lived it? What could you talk about if you had no notes? What could you do if you were standing up in front of a room and you dropped all your notes, you had nothing? What is something you know that nobody else knows? Like that, that nobody knows like you because you've lived it. It is where you can have the most impact in your life because you lived it, because you know it. So where can you have that most impact in your life? Because I'll tell you something, here's a clue. Wherever you have the most impact is where you can create the most income, where you can help the most people. It's, it's really simple. So when a client says to me, we do a clarity call and they're like, I want to be a health coach or I want to be a life coach. I'm like, great. What do you want to coach on? Life stuff. No. Like, just know you can't coach on, I mean, throwing it out into the world and say, I'm going to be a life coach, which there's thousands, thousands, thousands of them. If you're not clear on what you're speaking to, if you try and speak to everybody, you speak to nobody. So that's not your wheelhouse. That is trying to do all things to all people. And that's never going to happen. So your wheelhouse is who you are, what you've lived, what you've learned, what no one else knows like you. It is your gifts. It's your gifts. What you learned when you over you were, you were overcoming your journey, those are your gifts that you learned. And that is, again, where you can have the most impact, but with ease. So we start with looking at our stories. And with my clients, we're looking at our stories, figuring out what lessons did I learn? What am I coaching on? What do I teach others on? Where, what transformation am I really supporting them on? And how do I do that? That's my wheelhouse. My wheelhouse transfers into 
my last my last roadblock. So before I move on that one, I believe it's episode 103. I do an entire episode on what is my wheelhouse. And a number of new clients have found that to be very um, helpful and very clear. I will link it into the show notes, but they found it very helpful because it just helps to show you like what you can create and where you should be starting your business. Don't just start and say, I'm here's my business and this is what I'm doing. You want more to be more specific with it. And that is one way to do it is to really be clear on building your wheelhouse because you can actually start your business with ease. The last one is building your platform business. So platform business, what does that mean? We all have different spokes to our business. I was just talking to an accountant the other day and he's like, well, tell me what you do. And after I finished, he's like, okay, that's a lot of moving parts. And you know what? It is. I have actually created a business with multiple, multiple moving parts that are in a platform. Now it has taken me five years to do that. I didn't start out building all of the legs at once because it'd be a really short platform that wouldn't hold. You need to build stability. And how do you do that? You build with what you know first or what is one piece that you can build on. So let's say for an example, you are an incredible speaker and you have a message that you can connect with others. Then maybe you want to start with a podcast. Maybe you want to start with coaching one-on-one or group coaching or something like that. But you pick one thing, speaking, coaching, writing, podcasting. That's how I break my platform up and or live events are in there as well. But you want to take those areas and you're going to pick one because you want to land one. You want to create success. You want to build some confidence. You want to know if it works. It's a little bit of market research. What if you say, I am going to not do podcasting because it's a lot of work and it actually doesn't generate any money. And instead, I am going to write. And then all of a sudden, when you start to get on some video and people say, wait a minute, with your voice, why aren't you podcasting? You, you might actually realize that you're missing your market. You're not connecting with the people you're meant to connect with. I had a coach say to me a while ago, because maybe about a year ago, I had let some of my podcasting go about a year and a half. My podcast has been alive for almost three years now. It probably took about a four to five month hiatus right after it was, um, my book was released because massive vulnerability hangover. I had hangover uh, from it. I just, I felt like I exposed my entire life and I needed to step away. Then I started my podcast again. And then about six months later, I still was loving it, but I was had this story going in my head that it wasn't good enough. It wasn't as good as X, Y, and Z. And I compared myself to everyone. So I stopped doing it again. And I know it's silly, right? But my then my mentor at the time said to me, no, you're a speaker. You actually absolutely have to have a podcast. You have to have a place so that when people look for speaking, um, for speakers, they go to your website and there, there's your podcast and they can listen to you anytime. And I went, oh, never thought about that. It sounds silly, but then I just decided to start again. And you know what? Lo and behold, I mean, every time we run around of, of the round course possibility mastermind, I end up with somebody who has connected with me through my podcast solely. So last time there was two who came from California. So it's, it's, it's very valuable and it, and I love it. Is it work? Yes, it's work, but I love it. I love the opportunity to connect with people every day. 
So this has been a strong leg of my platform and I'm beyond grateful that we are on, I believe episode 144. Obviously I'm recording this ahead of time, so I might get that wrong, but I just want to say that building your platform. I encourage all of my clients to pick one aspect of that platform and start there. In the Radical Responsibility Mastermind, we do cover all of it and they have full lifetime access to it, but we still start with one because we need to build one with confidence and ease and have some success under our belt and then we build the next one and then we build the next one. And there's no right or wrong as to what starts first because my entire platform started with a book. All of it started with a book and some posts on Facebook. So there is no right or wrong way, but there's a way to keep going. And we are going to keep hitting these barriers as we go. So these are the barriers that are in the path that stop us from owning our story. So vulnerability, finding our voice, boundaries in our business and in our life. Um, what is our wheelhouse? wheelhouse, building our wheelhouse, and then building our platform. These are boundaries that stop us every time and we get all caught up. And then all of a sudden we're like, oh, this is too much work. Well, you know what? It is work. It absolutely is work, but there is someone somewhere praying for a solution that you have. They're praying. They're absolutely praying. And you owe it to them to keep going, especially when you know deep down, if you're one of those people who is like, yep, I feel called and I know that I'm supposed to do something with it, then don't stop. Literally don't stop. These roadblocks are here for you. If you change that question every time, what is it here to teach me? Why is this here for me? You change what you are seeing. So even when you have a number of things go wrong in your life, change your questions. Not why me. It's like, what can I do with this? How do I do something with this? What's my next step? What is it here to teach me? I say that all the time. What is it here to teach me? And I will find something in there, some lesson in there that I'm grateful for. So on that, I wanted to share those four points. I just did a Zoom video, um, a Zoom recording on this past Friday on these four points. I will be running another one in the next week. And it's there to help you with your roadblocks and the way to building your business from your story. And I'm running, just as a promotion, I am running a fast action coaching. So what that means is that you get to pick one of those four areas. What area are you the most stuck on? And I work with you one-on-one -on -one for four sessions for the month of July to help you break through that roadblock to move forward into the next stage so that you can continue to create your business with ease and impact. Because we all know that when we embrace and step into impact, we impact more people. We make a difference in the world. That leads to income. It absolutely leads to income. The bigger the impact, the bigger the income. And it's not all about money, but let's be real here, especially in times like this, um, COVID, everything that's been happening. This is a great time to build an online business and absolutely great time to build an online business and anyone can do it. You just have to really take that first step. So I hope that this lands, I will link all those things in the show notes, the podcast, past podcast about building your wheelhouse, the link to the zoom call and the fast section coaching. I would love the opportunity to help you break through the barriers in your path on the journey to owning your story. And this is all, this entire path is literally called radical responsibility because it's taking radical responsibility of ourselves. And that leads into the mastermind. It's coming up again shortly because this, it's just amazing how fast time flies. 
I'm so grateful to be on this journey with you. I hope that this message is landing. I would love what your takeaways are and maybe which barrier you're stuck on and what you're going to do about it. What you're going to do with it. Share it with me on social media or let me know at Marsha at MarshaNW.com. I am here to support you. Have an incredible week. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Own Your Choices, Own Your Life podcast. If you love this episode, please submit a rating and review on iTunes and please share it with someone you think could benefit from hearing this message or this podcast. I love connecting and meeting you. So please screenshot the episode and tag me on social media or Instagram stories at Marsha Van W. And until next time, remember when you own your choices, you truly own your life.